straight out of the nation's capital. You're listening to Mornings with Mercy. Mornings with Mercy. Welcome back to another episode of Mornings with Mercy. I'm your host, Mercedes, and today we have one of my oldest and dearest friends, Victoria. <laughs> Welcome. You can Thank already hear you. her laugh. That's how you know she's here. <laughs> Just in the background. <laughs> um, but everybody knows the drill. Our word of the day today is obsequious, which I've had to say a bunch of times before we just joined. But uh, obsequious means marked by or showing a fawning of, of attentiveness. In other words, too eager to help or obey someone important. Um, so probably not how we want to be. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so now we get to the fun stuff. Vicky and I met. Um, I actually I've always remembered this. We met the first day. Uh, it was a gold day. So it was an odd day. <laughs> Um, third period, I think her name was Miss Alvarez, maybe. She was, like, short red hair, English, so it was, like, the, it was third period, but it's the period right after homeroom, so really it was, like, the first period of the day, and because our last names are close in the alphabet, we sat next to each other, and I look (laughs) next to me, and she pulls out, like, a full (laughs) bottle of, you had hair gel, but you offered me lotion, and that was back, (laughs) that was back in the day when, like, back in the day, it was, like, back when crimping your hair, but straightening the bangs were in, so you were, like, crimping your hair, and it's not, like, regular lotion, like, it had, like, full pump, (laughs) like, the full (laughs) bottle, and I was, like, I'm okay, thanks. (laughs) I mean, first day impressions, first day impressions. Always (laughs) running late, it's not like this just started, this has always been a, (laughs) this has been a part of you. Grab and go. But, yeah, I feel like. I don't really know what happened from there. I feel like we just kind of like, we had classes together. You mm-hmm. pierced my ears in <laughs> biology <laughs> class. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, that was such a, like, we did have biology together. And I think we were like the sophomores in a class of freshmen for the most part, right? Were we? Because like Munib was in class. Like we had like oh a bunch gosh. of. Oh my gosh. You're testing my memory here. Yeah. I'm like, were we? <laughs> I thought we were. Like we were, there was only like a few sophomores. You're probably right. And there was, like, a bunch of freshmen, I think. But, like, the smart freshmen who decided they wanted to take bio. The like smart <laughs> freshmen. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to take bio coming in, and I was just like, I don't know why I'm in this class. Yeah. Here. Yeah, Biggie pierced my ear, in, <laughs> like, in class. <laughs> um, oh, my god. But, yeah, so it's only right that my oldest, <sighs> nearest, and dearest friend, we're going to talk about friendship today. And I think yes. our friendship story is beautiful. Um, we always have really good and hard but meaningful conversations. One thing I think that we both have learned over the course of time is uh, it's working on setting boundaries in friendships and the importance of that. Um, so, Vicki, what does this look like to you? Well, um, phenomenal question. And loaded I, question. I know, phenomenal, loaded question. But that's actually something that I've been working on um, this year especially. I think I've been, you know, working on a lot of self-growth. And I think that's something that's been difficult for me, I think, throughout the years. And something that I'm kind of learning from the beginning. I think growing up, I was always, um, I think oftentimes when we want to be kind and open it's really hard for us to set boundaries, even if it, it's, it's you know. Well, it's hard to say no and not feel like, oh, my God, I've totally crushed this person. Exactly. Even if it's like a healthy no of like, yes. I genuinely can't do help you or whatever. Yes. And then, you know, but, you know, turns out you say no and someone probably could have just been like, oh, that's fine. I'll ask somebody else. Exactly. So, you know. That guilt that you feel, which is. So in that service, I think boundaries are so important and not just, I mean, I think we're talking about friendship today, but with families, partners, significant others, um, even work. Yeah. Yes. I didn't even touch (laughs) on that. So many boundaries at work. Yes. Even that should be a whole different episode because that's also very valid. I think boundaries are so important. And I think the term boundary is too often associated with a negative connotation. Mm -hmm. But in reality, if you handle it with sincerity, you know, pure intentions and like, most importantly, open and honest communication, I think can be a really powerful, beautiful thing. Um, so I was, you know, in preparation of thinking about what we're going to be 
talking about today, I did look up the definition of what boundary means in the dictionary. I did some homework. And just because, because I think that's so important to acknowledge, too, is that the word boundary can mean different things for different people. So in the dictionary, um, Merriam-Webster, uh, you got to cite, cite our sources. Um, <laughs> I did hear something in the English class, not just gelling my hair. I did. <laughs> um, something that indicates, you know, so a boundary is something that indicates or, fi- um, or fixes a limit or extent. So that's the definition per the dictionary. And how I apply this to friendship is that I think, well, in any friendship, I think it's so important to not only like you're in your own limits, but I feel like also confidently and clearly communicating them is also really important. Um, I like with establishing boundaries and that I've learned is that when we feel like our boundaries have been crossed or overstepped, we get kind of defensive. Like our, our, I think our automatic def- or response is, you know, defense. And I think something that I'm learning is so important to do with respect to boundaries, but also just in general is, you know, think instead of just going to like, okay, I'm upset. This, you know, this someone I trusted, it's a friend they shouldn't have overstepped. Mm -hmm. It's like taking a step back and thinking, okay, did I even really clearly communicate that boundary? Like, did I even, I mean, it's it's like we think. And maybe they didn't even know, like saying this one thing might have really upset you. Exactly. You know, the intention. Yes, exactly. I think that. As we get older, it's really important to acknowledge and address our triggers. And I think another word that has a negative connotation is a trigger. But I think that could be something, I mean, so small, like a mm-hmm. word that was said or even a tone that was used. Right. And I think our friends in general have, our, have sincere, you know, intentions. Um, I think, you know, of course, some people don't. And that's important to kind of differentiate through. But I think when you know that you have a good friend, I think you know that they have good intentions. So mm-hmm. I think it's... um. Something that I'm learning is just taking a step back. And I, I think the way I've put it um, with myself and just in talking about it with others is it's like I've learned to take a step back and really look at, okay, is this a them problem or a me problem? Like is this yeah. is this them doing something wrong or mm-hmm. is this me not communicating or right. whatever the case is? You know, maybe you don't like something that someone's doing, but if you don't tell them, they're just going to keep – They've gotten a. I don't want to say gotten away with it, but they've just done it for so long that it's like, well, why does this bother you now? Exactly. And um, I do think boundary probably has like a negative connotation because it's something I think you do at like the very like you've just had your wits and now you're like I'm setting these like boundary these walls. Yes. So probably. I mean, it's hard, but you want to be like a yes friend of like, yes, I can be there for you. Yes, I can do this. Yes. And then, <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, that's how people make one make quick friends. Cause it's so exciting. Like you want to mm-hmm. do all these things or whatever. But then like over time, it's like, oh, well, so and so pulled back. It's like, no, like maybe they're just not as like, yesy, you know, exactly. Yesy. I love it. But and like that's sending setting your boundaries like early. Yes. It's kind of like it's not really like setting a boundary. It's like, OK, like this isn't this just isn't like what I'm comfortable with or this isn't what I want to be doing or like. Correct. Good for you. Like no bad juju here, but correct. And I think it's important to like I think note like with what you're saying, it's like it's all in pure intention and right. Like when right. you when you say, say yes, because you want to be there for your friend, etc. But I think a big piece of that is like knowing your limits. Going back to the definition of boundary is like it's 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 setting a limit. And that's not a bad thing. I think mm-hmm. it's just being self-aware like, OK, this is outside of like what I'm comfortable with or like this is where I am, you know, what I am comfortable with. Um, but, yeah, I think I agree with you totally. Like you said, it's, it's, it's exciting t- to, you know, be the yes friend. And I think that's why it's so hard and i think it's sometimes i think as we get older because when we're younger i think it's easier to be to be the yes friend because you don't really have a lot of responsibility i mean right. we do. anxiety hasn't hit you yet. i know and i don't want any you know high schooler undergrad aged um person to hear this episode and think like oh you, we do have stresses because in the moment you do right but i think as we get older our responsibilities become larger and more consuming as far as energy mm-hmm. goes and I, th- I think that's what I'm dealing with right now is is it's it's hard when I do want to be there for everyone all the time, but it's those boundaries. And I think right. being a good friend, you learn is not always saying yes. It's really saying, I want to be here for you, but this is what I'm going through or whatever the case is. Right. So and, like, you don't want to sh- quote unquote like show up and then it's like I'm trying to be here for you, but now it's all about me. Exactly. <laughs> or, you know, it's 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 somebody might take it. Oh, they showed up, but we're in a weird 
like you know exactly i think being in the right headspace (coughs) yes yes a quote i love because i'm a big quote person as you know (laughs) um as i it just like well it's not really a quote i guess but kind of taken from a quote but like I think the the best present that we can give is being present. So I, it's like almost like I don't want to be. Yeah, there you go. Um, It's like when I am there for a friend, I want to be able to be there. And Mm -hmm. if you're not able to be, it's almost like what's better to be there and kind of not really be there and be absent or, you know, just to be like, hey, I can't be here right now, but I will be here. And when I am, I will be here for you. I think that that's two, two things. I think also because we're talking a lot about boundaries you know coming from like respecting others but <clears throat> it's also like being confident enough to be receptive to when our to when our friends are communicating these boundaries with us so going off of your word of the week that you did mention obsequious i think i had to practice it quite a few times as well <laughs> I, use the, uh, phonetic pronunciation. I know the obsequious <laughs> um but it, it's defined as being again looking at it marked by your showing a fawning attentiveness so in other words <clears throat> too eager to help or obey someone important so what i took from that is too eager to help someone important and i think it's safe to say that our friends are important to us i mean that's something that i think that is one of my biggest values is friendship in life just because i feel like i'm the kind of person that through my own journey and path of life i think when i have friends in my life they are really like family so i think that <clears throat> i I found myself in these situations where I am so eager to help. And I think it's so important to be able to like take a step back and be receptive to your friends overtly telling you their boundaries, but also even if they don't communicate it, being able to be self-aware enough to say, okay, like I think that like if I were in, you know, Mm -hmm. Mercedes's shoes, I would want help or I really want to help, you know, her through this situation. It's taking a step back and saying like, does she want help? Like, does she right. really need help? Or is, 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 am I overstepping? Yeah, and I or think like, if I'm, you know, asking someone to do this and they're like, no, it's, I feel like it's not like, well, why? Like, what are you doing? Like, fine, cool. You don't want to go? Let's just, like, we'll yes. do something else later at a different time of like, you know. Exactly. Exactly. I think a lot of that comes from like kind of having like an ego check a little bit. Like thinking, you know, when you go to help someone or insert, and by help, I mean, that's a general broad term. Like, insert your opinion or whatever it is thinking like am i doing this for insert you know friend's name here or is am i being only a little bit self-serving here and by that it's like even if that means just like it makes of course it makes us all feel good to help others right so i think it's important to take a step back and say am i doing this because it makes me feel good mm-hmm. to help that friend or am i doing this because i think that not what i would need but that friend wants me to intervene or step in or Whatever it is. Yeah, I always think. Um, what am I only think? I always think, would this person do this for me? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm like, if I like, I know if I called you and I'm like, I really need this, like you would like drop if you could. You yes. Know, like obviously, if you're like literally in the middle of something or overseas without me. Middle of the exam. Uh, <laughs> gotta <yeah>. go by. <laughs> gotta go by. But like, you know, that's how I always think. Like, with this, with yeah. this person, like, I don't, I don't know. That's how I always kind of see like. Yeah, I don't have the categories of friendship, but like, mm-hmm. just like, maybe it's like levels. I don't know. Yeah, you know? no, I. It's funny. You're, I, this is actually something that I have recently been kind of thinking about. Just going back to like, as we get older, saying how like our our time is so consumed by so much. I've been thinking to myself a lot about like my friendships with people and like. You know, I again, like when I am there, something I want to work on is being present when I'm present. And you can't, it's it's not feasible to do that with everyone when you have mm-hmm. your career or school or family stuff going on or, I mean, whatever it is. Um, so I think something that I'm working on as well is really assessing um, friendship and, you know, who's in my life and who I consider to be just a really important, like, piece of who I am. Um, and I think it's, it's because it's, you know, when you have a lot of people in your life, you, you want to be there equally for all of them. Right. But I think it's important to really, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, that, that, that quote, back to quotes, um, quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. 
And I think what I oftentimes struggle with is that I, when I meet people, you know me, like I right. feel so big. I'm like, well, I'm, I feel like I'm the same where I'm like, okay, like what are we doing next? Like, are we hanging out? Like, yes. we should do this. We'd have so much fun doing this. Exactly. Oh my God. Yes. And then you develop this friendship and then it's like. And you an, planned a whole trip to Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do we need to unpack that? Where, when are you going to Mexico? <laughs> But like, you know, it's like, oh, my God, you like travel me, too. Yes. <laughs> and then you develop this friendship and it's like, you know, it just keeps adding in that, which is great. I think friendship and abundance is such a beautiful thing. But I think that also just being aware of making sure you recognize who have been there, who has mm -hmm. been there and who is just a really important piece of your life is important. So that way you can you know, delegate your energy and time um, as as you want to. And I think that goes back to conversation of boundaries. It's like. Being able to say no sometimes to be able to conserve your energy. I think also maybe a different topic completely, but it's like I, I think a big thing right now with me is like unplugging and being a little bit, as we talked about, right. um, actually my birthday this year to just unplug for the day. And I think uh, in this day and age with cell phones, social media especially, um, I think that, you know, people friends expect us to be available at all times because it's like oh you don't have your phone on you like of course you do right. and i think i saw you like these pictures on instagram exactly and, and you posted a photo i'm like vicky won't respond to my text not that i'm like i no, already know I you <laughs> like, but like <laughs> putting you on last year vicky doesn't respond to a text Called but she out. sends me memes <laughs> no but you sent me memes so i'm like this is funny like this is fine it's on instagram <laughs> like 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 my text isn't important but mm -hmm. like at least but, so I can see where people are like, well, you sent me this meme. Yeah. I mean, it was funny, but. Yeah. <laughs> and those feelings are valid. I mean, it's, 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 we're entering a world where like. It's always really funny. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I, I love the memes. We get, go, you know, go back and forth with those. But I think it's, it's like important to note that we are in a world where social media as like silly and frivolous as it is in itself, it is a big piece of our life. It's so like I think it's totally resume, valid. Essentially. Like that's what people go yes. to to look at stuff. It's your snapshot. Yeah. Your cover letter if you will who you are who your friends are yes like, who do you know exactly so i think i i think it's it's okay to admit like you know hey it, it, it bothers me that I, I saw you on instagram but you didn't respond and i think that's when the boundaries come into play is like just because i am physically available doesn't mean i am like emotionally mm -hmm. or mentally available and i think that's also a piece of Having a good friendship is communicating that and being feeling comfortable and confident and feeling like your friendship is a safe place where your friend, you know, your friend knows like, you know, like if I send you a meme or and text back, it's like, OK, that doesn't like negate our, our you know, st the strength right. of our friendship or whatever it is. So just communicating that I think is so important. Yeah, it almost kind of makes you, I don't know if I'd say like miss the days of like where you only had a certain amount of text, mm. but if it was yes. the same service provider, it was like unlimited. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. And, um, yes. I don't, yeah. We didn't even have internet back then. It was, um, gosh, back then we're uh, aging phones. us <laughs> back when I brought gel uh, to school, <laughs> back when, <laughs> back when a phone charge lasted like two days. Yes. Gosh. It's, and I think that's really changing the dynamic of friendships. It's it's crazy. It's I think it's and kind of going back to like the topic of your you know your social circle growing and it's almost it can be overwhelming at times. Truly, you know, with social media, I think it's back in the day. You know, <laughs> you I think the conversations you had were a lot more. Um, they they had more some more quality to them and they mm -hmm. some Substance, more substance. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like now it's like it's almost like um sensory overload when you just mm -hmm. have so much going on and so many different friends all the time it's like you can literally have thousands of friends in the palm of your hand at one time and i think practicing those boundaries with yourself to take a step back from that go back to those real conversations you know with people um even as silly as this is like one little step i took to try to revert back to like sincere conversations is on Facebook, for example, you have like, you know, you can see whose birthday it is. You can post on the wall. I took off the setting so people could not post on my wall mm -hmm. only because I'm like, if people want to message me and, you know, start a conversation that way, I would love that. And then that way I can have a, I can sit and have a sincere conversation. And mm -hmm. I feel like days later, I'm still slowly. I was just talking about this responding back to them, not because it's just like so many but just because but she does have so I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. But, but, but it's because I want to be able to sit and be present and not just be like, thanks. You know, it's like if I want to respond to someone, it's 
thank you like how are you doing what's been going right, on yeah. like that means a lot to me i think is really important um and when life mm-hmm. so yeah well, i feel like it's definitely a lot more like meaningful <coughs> mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and as much as i mean I, li- I like social media just to see what people are up to which is why I got off Facebook because I'm like, I don't really care what you have to say. Yes. <laughs> I just want to know what you're doing. Yeah. Like, I just want to see the pretty places you're going and the cool outfits you're wearing. Like, yes. the fun people are having. Yes. Um, but yeah, it does. It is really exhausting. And one thing that I actually took from you recently, which I think has also been really helpful in just, I mean, we got phones in like what? I got mine, I think, in eighth grade. Too young. Because I started, <laughs> yeah. And I started doing like after school sports so like my mom just needed a way to, but it was literally just to call my mom mm-hmm. <laughs> yes yes um, but or like pick us up <laughs> it was after lacrosse we've had these phones for like so long um and it's like oh text have to respond so i took off um i just like hate having any notification on my phone in general like i always want to clear it out yes so i took off the message notification so anyone listening if i haven't responded it's not that i <laughs> <laughs> plug it's just that i've <laughs> i don't have a notification anymore so i don't know how yes. many messages but it's nice mm-hmm. it's really nice it's like it's i feel like back to when you haven't seen someone so long like or over the weekend right at mm-hmm. school and then you meet on a monday and you're like what's you know like yeah this, almost the, oh like, my gosh that adrenaline instant. rush of a monday morning like <laughs> what oh you guys do this weekend yeah but you know it's it's like and I'm bad with like instant gratification of like shopping and all these things, but it is the same I think with friendship too of like instant like how you talked about like you expect your friends to be like reachable all the time. It's yes. Like instant gratification of an answer now. Yes. Like I have to know this. Like I couldn't even imagine, you know, some of the things that I like turn my wheels about with like relationships or friendships. And I have a phone on me, right? Like back in the day, like what did I do? I waited all weekend. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Coming on a Monday to be like, these are the things we need to talk about. Girl, yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yes. Oh, when you communicated face to face, I think that and I think that's also a big piece of I mean, granted, COVID has definitely Im- impacted the way we use social media and how you know, I think face to face sometimes is not possible, but I think that's so important is like these face to face conversations. I think like, for example, I've seen too often that people have such important conversations over text and it can completely change the tone of mm-hmm. a message, a conversation. And I think sometimes that's why we're into voice notes now. Yes, girl, the voice, <laughs> All notes, about the voice advocate, <laughs> advocate of those. I think it's just like. <sighs> I find myself, I mean, it's not just everyone. It's me too. I think if we have, and go back to, again, those boundaries, it's like if we're uncomfortable communicating a boundary, Mm. it's so easy to text it because you you don't have to. Keyboard warriors, like whether it's like whatever the intention is, it's so much easier to just, I mean, I write out my feelings all the time just to like let it all out. Amen to that. Love that. You know, anybody could read that and just like take it like a totally different way than it is i mean probably not i do write like i talk but yes <laughs> you know yes it does i mean think about emails at work like it just comes across maybe like totally different than like what the intention is yep um because people are, are, are going to read that from a lens of their own experience mm-hmm. their own background and no one has the same one you do like i think actually my grandpa told me this before um he's like you know a thousand people could read the same book and it would be different it, the bible it would be well <laughs> that's <laughs> millions, they're talking about the bible could, yeah yeah well okay but it's so true example there's yes. so many different i mean even interpretations of it like i'm um, not even talking about like um different religions but just if you just look at christianity we all have like the same i mean they're different versions yes but like the same essentially bible old testament new testament right and there are so many different denominations there's so many different churches Mm -hmm. there's so many you know and it's all people hop around from like church to church because like oh i didn't really like what like this pastor or this priest was like saying because a lot of it is i'm not gonna say it's up to interpretation because there's like a clear you know line of Mm -hmm. like what the message is Mm -hmm. but like some things are definitely like it's like how you read it yes like what is this saying and you know it's definitely like your view and exactly your personal experiences play into it like agreed and that's why it's so yes i think 
it's so important to have these even if it's over the phone at least like mm-hmm. i'm i'm trying to get into the habit of texting like using text for like what we used to when we had a keyboard when you had to like press three times to get to C. Um, like T9. Yeah, T9. 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 I'm, yeah, I'm trying to get back to that day and age where it's like texting was literally meant for a quick I kind of miss the keyboard because I, I used, like, I feel like I'm always spelling things or like adding words and stuff. Because mm-hmm. then, like, on at least T9, like, I just, I didn't even have to look. Like, I knew what the keys were. Yes. You, know? so you just, like, fly. A pro because when you're in class and bio right, and, and you had like, to keep what? out of the debt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not texting, I swear. I'm not texting. I love that. But yeah, I'm trying to get back in the habit of just using texting for what it should be used for and like just calling people. Like I think that has so much mm-hmm. more value. And as we get older, I mean, as we're going to have less and less time to sit and actually, because I mean, think about it. If you know, you and I, we can text literally all day and it's one just ongoing conversation. And I love that because I love writing, but also it's like that. So much more could be could be taken out of that if it was over the phone. But I'm obviously mm-hmm. working and et cetera. Or even in person. I feel like every time we hang out in person, it's like, <laughs> oh, we're just meeting. We're like, we'll do like tate or tate or whatever. Like, we'll yeah. just do it for a quick coffee before work. Yes. And then I'm like, okay, quick actually, coffee. I have to go because I'm already an hour. <laughs> yeah, like quick. Yeah. yeah. Which is, I, lo- well, and not, which I, I love. love. Yeah. Like, okay, Vicky can't be scheduled during the week. She's yeah. <laughs> weekender i'm gonna pencil you in in the weekend yeah, i'm just gonna block the whole <laughs> afternoon but it, i mean i mean i love it it's great i love our dc yes. dates but um no but i think you get so much more out of like i mean i think everybody i think would think that but definitely i agree i agree wholeheartedly and i think that's such an important piece of communication and friendship is just having the time to clearly communicate your messages mm-hmm. too because i think we i don't know i feel like we're so busy that sometimes you want to like say it's like you just think oh i'll just like you know mention it next time or whatever but our time is so limited so like when we're and that's why i think it takes so long because when we're together i want to make sure i go through everything and so i've written here all, all about the things you, that i've literally <laughs> you know i will bring i don't want to be like you know my ass but you know i my yes. butt will bring a you always start the conversation where bullet. where did i leave off last yes bulleted <laughs> where in my life notes. story have i left off? yes because i don't want to leave anything out i don't no, leave anything I out <laughs> i love it um so, you know, we don't always know what people are going through. Um, True. You know, even if you think you're being a good friend by not letting them, you know, maybe put themselves. Or you see them going through like a tough time, a tough mm-hmm, situation. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're in a tough friendship or they're just making dumb decisions, which <laughs> I, I know I do all the time. Both are valid. <laughs> you know? yes. um, but again, like you don't know what they're going through. So how do you know that, like, how do you differentiate between, okay, Mike? My friend just needs me in her corner. Doesn't I don't need the explanation or like like I need to actually step up and do something. Yeah. Um. So that's a really complex question. And I think the older we get, the more complex that gets. Because like I said, like when we're young, listeners in it's that age about group. Dumb boys. Yeah, I know. It's still all important, big. It's all relative, yeah. you know. It's still important. The rite problem. of passage. It's a little Yes. The rite of passage. Yeah. The rite of passage. Um, which I quick plug, I feel like a lot of, you know, (laughs) girls, those who identify as females, those who wear makeup, et cetera, did not get the same rite of passages that we did. Like, I mean, the, when I shaved my eyebrows off, essentially trying to pluck them all away. Or or we (laughs) thought it was a good idea to like just bronze your whole face. Yes. Or when it was like my light foundation, like really just trying to figure out nobody helped us oh my gosh and no. now they like go from middle school to looking like they're you know our age i yes. think they look older like just more put together mm-hmm. and like what the heck tiktok did not we did not have that but i digress um but yeah i think that is a really really important question because i think like i said like you know as we get older our problems become more complex and i think that i'm guilty of it i think we all are when we have close friends we Entitlement is not the word. I think we feel overly confident that we know what they're going through because we know them so well. It's Mm. like, I know you, so I know what you're going through, and I just know you need help. It's like, that can be so sincerely intended. But I think that it's, um, there's a balance. So I want to maybe start with like the heavier piece of sometimes a friend might genuinely be going through a hard time, and there's older reason to be concerned because, you know, mental health. The decline in mental health is very real and very 
quiet and sneaky and can come on quick. Um, so I think that it's, it's, you know, it's important to, I think, ask yourself, is this friend in danger? And I think that, you know, real danger, like, is this friend truly in, in, in imminent danger? And I think that the question is yes. I think that is in itself a very difficult, slopey conversation to kind of navigate through. But ultimately, um, you know, I think that if you're concerned, for example, for like self-harm or anything like that, I think that even then it should be handled with with complete privacy and honesty and open communication. So I'm huge, you know, this on privacy and I and just trust. I think that I value when someone trusts me like I do not take that lightly. Mm -hmm. And so I think. Again, we, we think, well, I want to help them. So I'll just go talk to, you know, their mom. Like you, like your mom and I are close. So I wouldn't mm -hmm. feel comfortable going to her about that. But I think because I value our trust so much, you know, not saying, but God forbid something were to happen and you're in this position. I would, how I would handle it is, hey, you know, I am concerned. I think this has gotten to a point where it's out of my scope of like ability to mm -hmm. help you through this. So do you want to get X, Y, and Z involved, your mom, or, you know, call the hotline or whatever, or do you want me to do it for you? I think doing that kind of almost like asserts a need for action, but it also provides your friend like autonomy and, you know, the control over the situation. Because I think we have to realize like we're all adults, right? So I think when we're younger, it's, a little different because I think when we're younger, we kind of want our friends to insert themselves. I think that's like how we show yeah. love when we're younger. It's like, I'm just thinking back to like, you know, like middle school, high school conversations where it's like, you know, that guy is just not good for you. And it's like, yeah, you're right. Like you care about me. It's like, <laughs> that is, I think very like, you know, just turn on. Well, whatever. sometimes you need an outside perspective. Yes. Yeah. Like turn on whatever, like, love is like blind. you know, yeah. high school movie. And it's True. always some guy's not good for the girl. And the friend is like, yeah. guys, we need to help so-and-so he is not good for. And that is great. But I think like I was saying, I think it's, we're, we're, we're all adults. So mm -hmm. I think treating your friend in a way that you acknowledge that they are a grown adult who can make their own decisions is so important. So I think that when it comes to, like I said, the more serious situations, I think a good way to handle that is to give them autonomy, but also walk through it with them. And going off of that, I think it's also important to what I always emphasize to my friends is that they're not alone. So I mm -hmm. think also <clears throat> as a friend going to like respecting those boundaries and those lines, which can be kind of gray. Um, and just emphasizing that, like, you know, you, whatever it is you're going through, you are not and never will be alone. I don't care what it is. I'm here to support you through that. Um, so, th so that's one piece. Um, but aside from that, I think if it's like, not like, you know, your friend seems to be in danger kind of thing. And it's more just like you have her having, you guys are having differences of opinions or yeah, like how they should be living their life. Like I said, you, you know, your friend is an adult. They have their own choice over their own circumstances. Um, but again, I think that that takes an ego check because I think that just because we may not agree with what our friend is doing, I think or that we would handle it, you know, handle the situation differently doesn't mean that what they're doing is wrong. I think, you know, that's awesome. That I'm learning is that not everyone is going to handle situations like I would. And I think mm -hmm. it's almost like w when we it's almost as a friend, you almost get like offended. It's like you're not doing this how I would. It's it's like, like you didn't take my advice. Yeah, it's so shocking. And it's like, no, that's that's the way <laughs> life works. Advice. I know that's the way <laughs> life works. Not going to handle it. Yeah, that's OK. So I think. A, a part of being a good friend with respect to boundaries is just saying to oneself and to one's friend, like, I don't fully understand this, mm -hmm. nor do I totally agree, but my job isn't to make sure that you are doing everything like I would. My job is to support you and right. love you and be here for you through the twists and turns, whatever may come up. Like, that's right. my job, yeah. you know, to be open-minded, non-judgmental, you know, all that kind of stuff through yeah. whatever like, it is. Like, open-minded and non-judgmental. But, like, also, like, I'm not going to just tell you what you want to hear. Like, I, yes. I don't want to be, you know, again, you can just have, I don't want to say, like, there's, like, another kind of yes friend where you just have people around you who are just going to be like, yeah, sure. Like, oh, you're going to, you want to jump off a bridge? Yeah, sure. Like, yes. you know, like, yes. people who, like, really aren't looking out for you. So I'd rather, yes. like, be surrounded. And I think my friends, like, you know, tell me, like, it is. Maybe we have different opinions. Cool. Like, you said your piece. Like, I know I have 
you know, if I don't agree with like whatever, it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's cool. I'm gonna tell you what I think, and then like from there on, like you're happy, I'm happy, whatever. Like yes. it doesn't, not in a mean way, but it's like at this point, I've definitely learned like it doesn't really, unless you know someone's gonna harm themselves, mm-hmm. or unless mm-hmm. you're like bringing that energy like over all the time and like right you know i don't want to say like you're exhausted i'm exhausted because yes. we're going over the same yes. problem in a circle and like nothing's changing definitely and i'm just like you know how i feel about it like i've said my piece and now like we're moving on yes like i think accountability is definitely still important and i think that's like anything in life that's about balance right like accountability is also so important like you need your friends to push you to be the, the best mm-hmm. version of yourself that you can be so it's like not inserting yourself. And I think that comes from your friend's responsibility too to communicate their boundaries. Like you're not going to know as a friend when to, you know, to kind of insert yourself and when not to. So it's a two-way street. And going off of that, I think it's also like you yourself, I think, you know, I think we're both pretty empathetic people and I'd like to say so. And <laughs> right. And I think when you're empathetic, our own I know like we're really humble we're and empathetic. So yeah. in tune with people. <laughs> but truthfully, I think when you're empathetic, you, you know, it's like, you feel like you hurt for the people you're yes. close for. And I know we've talked about that. It's like you, you're like, okay, this is hard for me as a friend. And it's like, yeah, it's like hard to watch somebody yes. go through. I'm like, oh my God, is this, like my mom tells me it all the time. She's like, you know, like, you know, when you do things, it's like hard for me to watch you hurt yourself. I'm like, oh my mm. God, if this is how I feel with friends, I can't have kids. I can't handle that. Oh, but yeah. you know, it, it's so, it's so much because you care for somebody and you're like, for sure, you know, for sure. I think it's, um, I think that's, that kind of goes also to, I think friendship, good friendship takes a lot of self-reflection. I think it takes a lot of, again, things, realizing that a lot of it is like a you problem, not a them problem. Like, for example, um, you know, you're saying for like if, if a friend comes over and it's just almost like draining, it's, it's like you want to be there for them, but it's truly impacting you. Yeah. And I think it's important to be self-aware enough to say like, Okay, I'm I'm out of my depth here. Mm-hmm. This is now impacting me, and it's like I love you. I want to be here for you, and I know that long term, I won't be able to be here for you if I don't like uh, address this now. If mm-hmm. that's taking space, if that's you know having a difficult conversation, um, and I always say like you can say whatever you want to whoever you want. It, it's kind of all in your tone. Like, it, like it's one thing to tell a friend, you know, this is so draining. This is too much. I just can't. And then sometimes saying, another thing to say, you know, I love you and I want to be here for you and I want to be able to fill your cup. And in order to do that, I need to take time and space to do mm-hmm. that for me because I just feel like I'm not being a good friend right, yeah. to you. It's doing it both of us a, a disservice. Yeah, we're to, both upset about the same thing. Yes, yeah. So I think I think it's important to just kind of be empathetic to your friend and also to yourself and kind of balancing that, which is not easy when you're a caring person. It's like your heart's almost too big. It's like, I want to help, but also I I'm help, in over no. my head. So, um, but yes, yeah, so I, I agree. Boundaries in are definitely very important in friendship. Um, I feel like it can be difficult to know how to set them or communicate them sometimes. And you've kind of touched on this throughout yes. the the episode, but how do you, and you're always very good with your words. <laughs> Sometimes <Thank> I, <laughs> the writing helps. Yeah, the writing helps. She's got a she's got a MacBook, so I always know when I get a really long text. Oh. I'm like, or if, if I'm texting you, like actually texting, but I'm getting really long messages. I'm like, it's because she's on her MacBook. You already know. And I'm like, I just have to, the I, whole screen is blue. It's yeah, like there's the whole, no. I'm like, I can't even respond because it keeps scrolling back up. Um, yes. But yes. I'm, <laughs> I'm just like I've read this whole thing, but like, let me find the key points. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a Spark Notes version of this? Do you guys have that in the back? <laughs> um, so all that to say, you're very good at communicating. <laughs> Thank you. How do you do it in a way that's sincere and kind, but like also direct? Yeah, I think, you know, as good as I am with my words, I'm also learning a to lot get to the about point. this. I know. <laughs> I know. I know exactly. You I like, am. I have learned oh. to be less direct. Yes. <laughs> and I Vicky. Less. <laughs> I'm learning to be less direct of like, and I don't mean it in a mean way. I'm just usually like, well, this is the fact. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to count mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is the fact. Yeah. And Vicky learning to get to the point. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
Exactly. But he's but like, this is my problem. So, yeah, three weeks ago. Yeah, let's start from the very beginning. <laughs> like, first you know. Start. Yeah, and the two th- early 2000s. <laughs> no, I feel like a lot of it comes from, I think, early communication. So not just open communication, but, like, setting boundaries early on. And that doesn't mean – and sometimes it doesn't even have to be – a spoken communicate like a spoken conversation i think sometimes it's just being cognizant and self-aware of your space and your surroundings so if it's a boundary in terms of like i think something we you and i've talked about a lot is like when you know i'm such an open person like i'm like an open book you know that just about to say i really wish i was one of those people who was just i don't want to say closed but just a little more like I'm not even mysterious. You just don't know. I'm so aloof. Oh my gosh, she just shows up to these places looking fabulous. But like, Who you know, is she? Like, I wish. I mean, I love that we're so open because I think, like, mm-hmm. I think, I like ask me anything. Like, I, I have nothing. I feel like I have nothing to hide. I like to connect with people. You yes. like to connect with people. Like to me, I'm just like, well, why would I, like? It's not lying, but like, yes. And I'm also really bad. Like, I, I'm a bad liar. So if you ask me something, <laughs> yes, I just like, I'm like, I have to tell the truth. So where do I start? Yes. If it doesn't come out of my mouth, it'll come out of my facial expressions, and then someone's gonna be like, okay, something's <laughs> off. Like, what's going? Are you okay? Do you need the bathroom? Like, <laughs> Is it something you ate? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that no, I was literally just thinking the same thing. Like, I yes. wish I, I just was a little, nothing. Not that I have like you know anything to hide but it's like there are some it is exhausting being definitely so energetic yes it's a great quality but it's also like you know as we get older i mean it's like like i said like more things happen in life and i think again when we're young i'm just open about everything because i don't really have anything really going on when we get older i think i'm learning that you can still be so authentic and yourself and open and loving and just transparent and also maintain some privacy i think you know a lot of these words oh bless you bless you um a lot of these words come with such a negative connotation but i think Mm -hmm. that so when it comes to again like you know circling back to the friendship aspect it's like kind of just like setting boundaries in the way that like you maybe don't talk about some things because maybe you do feel some judgment or whatever then you just then just don't talk about that and i think right. it's because you know your friend means well and is good intended so it's like like i i, I don't even need to bring this up right now kind of thing mm-hmm. you know so i think learning you know when and where to be open about what you want to be open about and when you want to be right, about, yeah. is that that's so important so i think kind of setting those boundaries early with like what you talk about even i think also like like leading by example so for example, the boundaries that you want, you know, your baseline is that what you and your friend talk about should be between you guys. And then mm-hmm. that, that's for me. I'm, like I said before, really big on privacy and trust. And I think a baseline for me is like what we talk about is just not spoken about again because that's just a good baseline. But I'm also big on reassurance, when you, as you know. So I'm always going to, you know, just reassure like, hey, like what we talked about is between us, mm-hmm. you know. But I think that setting the example of when you're with your friend – don't be talking about other people because then right. they can see, wow, this friend doesn't talk about others. You know, when we're together, it's we're talking about not other people, like ideas and our lives and like what's going on. And so it's also like, exhausting to talk about. Like I always, yes. I think like I always ask about like how certain people are doing. Like, yeah, is, is it just a genuine like, oh, well, what do they have going on? Like, I haven't yes. really caught up with them for a while. Like our mutual friends. Um, but like. Unless it's, like, my own tea. Well, I don't really have tea, but, like, you know, like, yeah. my own drama, yes. not that I have any, is, like, exhausting enough. So, yes. like, talking about somebody else, I'm like, this is, like, like it, it's not edifying anybody, but, like, exactly. it's actually very exhausting. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, it's, like, unnecessary, and I think mm-hmm. it also sets a good tone for your friendship. It kind of, you know, I think we, one of the quotes, quote, geez, I do like quotes. One of the quotes <laughs> that I love like is that, <laughs> I, love I know. <laughs> is that you are the average of the five people that you surround yourself with the most. And I think Mm -hmm. it's, so if you kind of carry yourself in a way that you're respectful, and I think something else I do, for example, um, like is when I'm having a conversation with a friend, I'm I'm a lot more cognizant now just as I get older and more wise. Um, I'm always one to say like, 
do you, is it okay if I ask this question? Like, do you mind if I ask a kind of personal question or, mm. Hey, like we don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. I'm always just very, I try to like use a, a lot of like, I yeah. guess verbiage or, or like communication around where, where you're bound without saying where you're, cause then I think if, yeah. if I do that, I would like to think friends will do it with me. And mm-hmm. I actually have noticed like, since I've been starting to do that, I noticed friends are just not even like, not like walking on eggshells, but it's just a lot more aware. And I, it just, mm-hmm. it's very sincere. Like, Hey, like, may I, I, I think saying, may I ask a personal question is something that people often don't do in older friendships because it's like, yeah. nothing's personal. What? It's you. And yeah. so I'll kind of even laugh. Like some of my friends now, they're like, can I ask a personal question? And I'm like, duh. But also, <laughs> thank you, thank for, you asking. for asking that. Like, why don't we, that, that should not be a taboo in old friendships, you know? Right. So I think it's, that just shows that, hey, I am respecting of your boundaries and I, yeah. and I, and I always will be. So I just hope you do that in return. Um, so that's another way I guess you can set boundaries early on. Um, but yeah, open on a communication, setting the example and being honest or honest, com- confident, speaking your own boundaries, I think can help kind of start that conversation and like mm-hmm. dynamic a little bit. Yeah, no, all great things. <laughs> um, one thing I think you and I are both really <coughs> maybe just throughout like over the years and our own experience that we've learned is taking friendship breaks Mm -hmm. which sounds really like i feel like girls yeah which sounds harsh but we need a break yeah (laughs) are we growing up (laughs) (laughs) but like it it does sound harsh and like you can still be the best of friends Mm -hmm. um but like life is life and Mm -hmm. it's just like a relationship um i almost think like obviously you're closer with your significant other but to a certain extent like women are best friends like we're just we have that like emotional aspect yeah i think we're like emotionally closer and you know that's a great thing but can also be like something that's like a lot yes um and i think it's perfect like you know if communicated properly it's like mm-hmm. totally okay to just like you know like we still love the friendship but we like need space to either kind of deal with whatever we're going through maybe like reflect like you know yeah like burn the bridge because i think it's so much easier especially with girls to just you know guys get over stuff they're like okay sorry i said this sorry you know like oh yeah but like <laughs> I think, <laughs> and girls like it's just easier to be like oh well she did this and like that's why and then she said this to me and like, yes. that's why but like i think you know long and like meaningful friendships like it's okay to just be like hey like we're not in a good space right now like yes it's not that <laughs> it's not you know this isn't a breakup it's just like you know maybe we'll like connect later when we're both in like a better yeah space. and i think that goes back to like what i was saying earlier about you know it's it's okay to say like hey i'm not being the best friend that i can be right now so like let me just take a step back i, I think sometimes it doesn't even need to be said out loud i think that the best friendships like you sometimes you just you know one doesn't reach out, the other doesn't reach out. And you kind of know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I think oftentimes when a break comes up, it's kind of like, okay, I kind of get why. And I think that that can cause some initial anxiety, um, some stress. And I think, again, like, kind of like when we we're saying how you go down this, like, rabbit hole, like, when you yeah, see someone on Instagram, but, don't they, but, but then they don't text you back, and it's like, oh, my God, you know? And I think, like, just taking a step back, and I think if you're confident – in your friendship and in yourself, then that becomes a lot less stressful. I think it's, it'll still be stressful. You love, you know, mm-hmm. when you love someone and there's some distance, it's like, oh, I hope things are okay. But I think that um, just being confident and the unconditional love in your friendship is so important. And I think that unconditional, I mean, really means to me through anything. Like, I'm the kind of person, like, I... Actually, so I've never really like distanced myself from a friend and definitely I think this is the first year now I think but these past few years um, that has happened for the first time in my life and that was super difficult because mm-hmm. to me like like I said like friends are like family so when it gets to a point where I'm like okay like maybe this person is not a good friend to me like maybe yeah. maybe this is not you know. Well, you're definitely someone who's like, we're going to like work it. We're gonna talk <coughs> oh, about yes. It. Like, girl, always <laughs> hope. Yes, I think it's hard. I think it's um, it's very painful 
But I think that, I mean, there's a lot of different forms of breaks. There's some breaks you take distance and you're like, this is, and you kind of know, this is going to be indefinite. I think as we get older, it's very normal and almost necessary mm -hmm. to kind of grow apart from certain people. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like friends for, like the great friends for the time. Yes. And not in like a bad way. It's not like somebody who like, I've matured better. Yeah. Like it's just kind of like. You know, mindsets, maybe like somebody changes in, right. like, in, a, in a good way for them. Like, you know, I mean, maybe th these people are bad people. Like, you, just, you know what I mean? Like, it could be a right. plethora of Whatever things. Whatever it is. Yeah, mm -hmm. but um, sometimes it's just like they're like great friends for like that period of time in life. You brought up such a good point because I think something that I'm realizing and I've realized a lot through distancing, through those friendships, um, as hard as it was, I think that learning to appreciate the friendship for what it was when it was and really like sincerely appreciating it, I think helps one with the forgiveness aspect mm -hmm. of like distancing from a friendship if there was some like hurt there and two just not letting it you know cause you pain long after the friendship is over so that's one aspect of like taking a break and like distancing etc but even then circling back to the un the unconditioned Unconditional. Yeah, <laughs> unconditional. Yeah. I know the word would be. For New like, word of the day. What is the noun of <laughs> unconditional? But I think even then, like, I would like to say I'm the kind of friend, like, I, when I mean unconditional, I mean unconditional. So that means for life. Like, if we distance and let's say, you know, even those friendships, um, I think if one day they reached out and said, you know, X, Y, and Z happened or whatever, I would be there no questions asked. Mm -hmm. You know, I think. There was two friendships, and I think, you know, one more kind of, like, natural distance, and that kind of happens in friendships, kind of like an organic distance. One a little more hurtful, um, but even so, I think that it's still, like, I'm, I'm never going to be closed off if a prior friend um, or anyone wants to, you know, have a conversation or whatever. And then I think there's also on the flip side of that coin of distance is the friendships where you just need a break. It's a temporary thing. It's mm. not really like a break up. Um, and I think that again, being confident that, you know, cause in that moment, you don't know if it's going to be forever. You don't know. Like when, when you take a break from, from someone you, or from something, you don't know how long it's going to be for. So then just being confident in yourself and being open hearted that like when they reach out, that it's okay, you know. I think that, like you and I, even have had a, some some time when we took some space. And I think, I don't remember now. It was so long ago, but I remember it was like a few a few months. Yeah, it, it was, was a, a while. And like one um, of us reached out, and it was like, yeah, it was a few months. Hey, but you still like my parents had opened their studio, and you still like showed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was definitely. I think we were both on the same page as just like love you, but like. We just need to take a step back. Yeah, take a and that's okay. And I think we, as well, we've been friends for, jeez, now it's 15 years. Yeah, 15 I mean, like that's like half my life. Oh my <laughs> gosh! So it's like I think that even then, it's like you know, I think we. It's like I, 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 I reached out to you, or you reached out to me, whatever it was. It was that there was no animosity. There was no. It was like, hey, like yeah, let's meet up and. That's how a healthy friendship should be, you mm -hmm. know, being, being able to take a break and know, like, you're like my sister. Like, whatever happens if one day you're like, we are no longer friends, I'll be like, okay, if something were to ever happen, or let's say, you know, your parents even were going through something, whatever it is, I will still be there. You know what I mean? So it's you like. You stuck with me, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's, after a certain point, it's like. I'll still right. be there no matter what. Yeah, I it's think like I've been in your life for so long at yes. this point. So I think take, I think feeling confident enough in yourself that if you take a break from a friend, it's okay. And I think something else that I've learned that's so powerful through um, the friendships that I was speaking of and taking that distance or just friendships in general that you can love someone from afar without even tell, mm -hmm. like having to tell them. Like right. I think being able to pray for someone from a distance and having sincere intention with that even if you guys are not on good terms is a very difficult thing, but so necessary and so powerful, not just for like them to, you know, be receiving that love and that energy, but for yourself. I think that's just a really important thing to learn is that you can still love someone from afar. Like it's okay. Like, right, you know, yeah. I think th there doesn't need to be 
you know the constant 24 7 yes or like yes you know. exactly and, and speaking on the fact that we've been friends for 15 years um what advice would you have for maintaining long-term friendships even over because we went to different colleges we had yeah. totally different college experiences oh yeah <laughs> Totally different. Vicky's going to like New York City on like a Friday Girl, night, and I'm in my dorm. So there's a reason I had to go to grad school to get that GPA fixed. I'm like, Woo-hoo. that was no regrets, no regrets. No, you, you, but you know, like we, like, what is, what is your advice? Yeah, even like other friends who you've had, like, you know, Lena's been a friend even longer yeah. than I have. Um, Sam, yeah, you know, like, yep. how do you keep these? Good question. Well, and Sam's on the other side of the country. Literally. And she will not let me forget it. Let me tell you. If she <laughs> listens to the episode, <laughs> she'll be like, hey, you haven't called, you know. But no, I'm just totally. Three hours behind. I know. Um, I think, okay, so over distance, that's a really good one to bring up. I feel like I was just thinking about this like a few weeks ago. I have a lot of long distance friends. I think even, you know, you and I have talked about like moving and like living our lives and just really experiencing the world from different places. And I think over distance, it's so important to make it a priority to to really reach out. I mean, it's kind of like a job, like a relationship mm-hmm. is a job, right? So I think with friendships, it's like you have to cultivate them. You have yes. to like water them. It's not easy. Them. It's not yeah. easy. I think we, if you if you expect a, a friendship to be easy, then you're in for disappointment because right. you know I think so. So I think as far as distance, it's just taking the time to make them a priority and making that phone call and. I'm guilty of it. Like if I've had a bad day or like I'm in a funk or I'm just tired, even the thought of like making a phone call can be so exhausting. And I oftentimes find that like if a friend calls me and I'm tired or whatever, I'll still pick up and then I end up hanging up like, wow, that actually just made my day. Like, yeah, it's like, it's kind of like going out. Like the idea of getting (laughs) ready is like, oh my God, this is going to be draining. But then you go out and you're like, this is great. I'm so glad I'm getting out. Yeah. So I never want to leave. Yes. Making that time. And also something that I've really gotten into the habit of is learning my friends love languages because that is huge. Like while I'm a big words of affirmation person, so we could go months without talking and you could just text me like, hey, thinking of you. I'm good with that. Like, that is enough for me to be feel fulfilled. I feel like you and I are, like, the queens of that, though. Like, yes. I feel like I I know we do it to each other. I feel like I'm always, like, I hope someone said doesn't think I'm, like, creepy, but it's just, like, <laughs> but, like, you know, I'm, like, Hi. <laughs> I just, like, I mean, sometimes, like, people just randomly pop in my head. I'm, like, oh, yeah. I should see what they're doing. You're, like, yeah. sending you good vibes today. Yes. Like, <laughs> and that's totally enough. And then I have some friends, um, like, my friend Courtney and I talk about love languages a lot. And she is a quality time person. So I know. Yeah. So I know that like a text, one text every few months is not going to be sufficient. All of my paragraphs don't mean anything. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, she's like, girl, I love you. But like, this is a lot. What's up a phone call? Sorry, pause for the cause. You had sent us. It was a group chat. And I don't know what it was for, but it definitely. I remember Courtney. A novel. Yeah, it was a novel. (laughs) And I don't know if it was like for something you were trying to throw first. I don't I have no I can't remember what it was. It was an occasion for I something. I think I know what you're talking about. And literally Courtney and I want to say Atlanta was definitely in this group chat or whether we were in person. But we were all like, so can you just like send us like, yeah, where like we, we need to be? Yeah. Like it was this long <laughs> message. And we hey were guys, all like. So tomorrow's Friday. <laughs> Friday's tomorrow. End of the week. So. <laughs> Before we get together, let me tell you how my week's been. Yes. Like, it was a super long message. And I was like, I love Victoria, but I'm not reading this whole thing. And I know. Everybody <laughs> was like, so can you just tell us, like, the details of, like, where do we need to be and at what I'm time? I'm literally not it even surprised. So, <laughs> like, it was so funny. So that's why I'm laughing. Because I'm like, Courtney, yes. like, this paragraph doesn't mean anything. That is hilarious. <laughs> I think, yeah, so exactly. So, like, with, so with Courtney, it's like, I know, like, that's not going to be sufficient. She it, it, And it's, like, not even kind of, like, one, again, does my friend even want this? Like, <laughs> is that something? So I know with her, like, I'm going to, like, schedule time to have a FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, I think that's – so just really learning lovely. And she knows that I'm words of affirmation. So she'll just check in, like, hey, thinking of you. So I think learning that, honestly, is so much more valuable than we realize. Mm-hmm. Um, in friendships, relationships, family, whatever. Um, so that's distance. And then time, because I feel like that's also a really big one, is the biggest piece is, like – knowing that your friends are going to change and so are you. I think that 
has been huge. So Sam and I, you mentioned, have been friends since we were like two. So I'm not even going to say my age now because I'm a little <laughs> sensitive. My birthday just passing. But, um, you know, there was a moment in our friendship, well, a moment, an era, a few years in our friendship where it was in college. I was just, and I think in my mind, it was like all innocent. Like I'm just busy running around, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't need that constant check-in or like quick words of affirmation. Right. You know, I think, you know, Sam, I could have been more aware as a friend to know, like, she might need, like, that phone call and actually check in. And, mm-hmm. you know, a big one was, like, she would be really, you know, um, she was really good about coming out to visit. And she would come to, you know, VCU to visit and whatever. And I think that um, it was kind of hurtful to her. And I don't want to speak for anyone. But I think I think it was hurtful to her that I didn't take the time to come out to visit her. And there's different reasons, you know, money, time, mm-hmm. whatever it is. But... I think we had, you know, an open, somewhat uncomfortable conversation where she's like, you know, you weren't really a good friend to me in this time. Like, I felt this way. And it's like, I could have been like, well, no. And I, maybe right. I kind of was a little bit defensive at first. Let, let, let me not. <laughs> let me, let me not put myself on a pedestal real quick. Because she doesn't be like, uh-uh, girl. But I, you know, I think I was like, no. Well, this is my, you know, my right. perspective. And... Being able to be like, you know what? I can totally see your position. You're right. I'll be better about it. And you better believe now I am so much better about checking in. And we're both notoriously bad at texting back. But it'll be like voice message a few weeks later. Yeah. Hey, I've been busy. But we still make the time. Yeah, you know? I almost love the voice notes better oh than the gosh. text because I feel like I'm we're both very animated speakers. Yes. So I just feel like if I send you a text, you're not really getting the full like theatrical I want you to get the whole, you know. <laughs> I want you to really feel what yes, I'm feeling. Yes, the like, performance <laughs> needs to be heard. So <laughs> you're not gonna understand this. I mean, I can't type out. Like I always say, I'm like, don't yes. even speak. I just sometimes spurt out stuff. So I'm like, mm, how do I? What is? What are the the alphabet letters for this? <laughs> yes, yes, I love it exactly. So I think just knowing ah that your friends will change is also important, and I think that's. You know, like Sam and I, it's like maybe, you know, when we were younger, we had that time and that availability mm. and that capacity emotionally to even like talk on the phone for hours at a time. And right. I think um, even like our personality traits will change, like our values will change. Mm. And that's why I think where that un- unconditional love comes in. It's like, OK, that's fine. And I think that takes a little bit of confidence in yourself. Mm-hmm. To know that you will change and that's okay. Your friend will still love you the same. And confidence in your friendship that things will change times will change your surroundings will friends change. will come yeah exactly you know well, it's, it's a girl scout i remember you saying that like one the girl scout saying of like keep new friends one is oh make new friends keep the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that a girl scout song i thought I it was like a childhood know. song i don't know i know you're the one that girl I, scouts were was my childhood so i don't know yeah, if it came from my I childhood or from <laughs> girl scouts from montessori <laughs> school i have like, no idea you're just the person who said it and i make just thought friends but keep yeah Oh, I, I think, too, it. though, like, um, I think as we get older, though, like, especially long-term friendships, and I feel like they just kind of grow into something that's really almost, like, better than, yes. like, a, I don't want to say better than, like, a new adult friendship, but, like, it's kind of like you've seen each other at, like, the best phases of life, worst yes. phases of life. You've seen each other, like, pre-glow up. The rites of passage <laughs> phases. You really did the rites the of no passage. I- the, the no p- eyebrow <laughs> phases. The the blunt bangs phases. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's SOS. Real, true, unconditional love. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, and then uh, I kinda like I feel like as you get older, like you're like everyone kind of becomes like almost like their true self. Yes. And, like, this awesome version of themselves and then you kind of blossom into like like friendships yes. blossom into like just like so much more meaningful because you actually have like real life and mm-hmm you know real things to go like in high school you're like i'll be there for you whatever it's like okay this guy you know it's usually over lame boys or just yeah other like mean girls whatever but like you know as you get older like real life happens and oh yeah then it's like okay well this is what that meant yes exactly it's like it's i kind of think like those like like wedding vows it's like Truly, like you know, there's sickness and health. Victoria there's like makes all of our friends sign. Yeah, it's fine. Death no. this, part. <laughs> this is through it all, girl. Like we're really gonna Do go you through know it together. What you're signing up for. Yeah, <laughs> but truthfully, I feel like it's you know, it's I'm at a point in my friendships in my life where I'm like seeing my friends like have kids and like mm-hmm. buy houses and you know, there's 
sickness comes up and it's it's a lot it's a lot so i think it's you're right you get to see different phases of your friend and i think adult friendship is a different world than like younger friendship so to be able to go through both with one person is awesome definitely real survival real survival (laughs) you've made it through (laughs) you've completed this level um but with that this is gonna this was guys this is only like one (laughs) section of (laughs) victoria's episode like when i say it whenever we get together it's always a long conversation i told you are you sure (laughs) (laughs) so vicky is definitely gonna be back on the podcast we've got so much more to talk about and like all really good combos she's got a lot of good advice good knowledge and just an inspirational person to everybody um but But thank you for coming and opening up about like your thoughts on friendship i think people can really take away from this thank you you. this is awesome (laughs) and she was so nervous oh my gosh guys i was really yeah she's chugging water the stress level was high high key high (laughs) (laughs) But with that, we'll see you guys next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Mercy, your weekly dose of inspiration.